Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez. And in this segment, we are going to be discussing the upcoming full moon on February 16th, 2022 in the sidereal sign of Leo. So if you are not familiar with the difference between Western tropical astrology and Vedic sidereal astrology, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on media and then podcast. I have a podcast embedded there that will help share Um, what the difference is between Western and Vedic astrology. If your curiosity is further piqued and you would like to see where the planets were placed astronomically at the moment of your birth, go to my website, go to offerings, and then chart to calculate your birth chart. So getting into this podcast on the full moon, I have tried to record this podcast literally like five times. I tried to record it yesterday and then for whatever reason I just couldn't get my point out. I didn't feel like I was making much sense. And so I decided to try today and we'll just kind of see how it goes. (laughs) If you want a broad view of what's going to be happening in February, go back and listen to my February forecast. I talk a lot about the combination of Mars and Venus, which is this, you know, planetary war that's creating push-pull between harmony and diplomacy and then irritability. We have Sun and Jupiter in the sign of Aquarius, which is massive for revolution and change and people standing up, you know. I mean, Sagittarius also has so much to do with beliefs and standing up for what you believe in. Um, And so we may kind of briefly touch on this at the end of this segment, but I'm going to try just to stick to the full moon. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm kind of out of it. I'm going out of town. If y'all know Whitney Apke, she's one of my best friends. She's the host of Soulish Podcast. Um, One of my best, best friends. And I'm going to go visit her in Denver. And I have been running around like crazy trying to get all the podcasts recorded, trying to get my dog taken care of, trying to make sure my cat's taken care of, and just... just kind of vata, right? Vata in Ayurveda. Ayurveda is a sister science along with Vedic astrology. So it's um, a medical science used in India, originated in India. Now it's used all over the world, of course. But vata is like scattered wind energy. So traveling creates vata, (laughs) spending a lot of time on the computer, spending a lot of time, you know, kind of running around in many different places without necessarily grounding and eating. That's kind of what I've been doing. Hence why recording podcasts is suddenly becoming challenging. (laughs) But all right, so let's go ahead and, and talk about this full moon. So first of all, the full moon is always a time of releasing and letting go. And again, this is February 16th. So if there's something in your life that you've been wanting to release and put down and surrender, let go of, the full moon when the moon is at its brightest peak, it's completely filled with light. The only direction it can go is to begin to wane. That means that light will be stripped away from the moon. And so as the moon begins to wane, light is stripped from the moon. And so it's said that energetically, this supports us in releasing and letting go of whatever we want to send out. And so It's a beautiful time to release and let go of anything that's been on your heart or been on your mind. And we'll talk about some of the um, really special significance of this particular full moon, because in my opinion, it's just such a beautiful full moon. 
So as we were discussing, it is going to be in the sidereal sign of Leo. And Leo is all about grandiosity. <laughs> okay, it's all about standing out, uh, being proud. It's one of these signs that is about loyalty and generosity and warmth. It's lion-hearted, right? And when we think about how a lion operates in a pride, it wants to share. It wants to protect. It wants to provide. And yet lions still have their own, you know, essence of pride. And so in Vedic astrology, we look at the sign, but then we want to look at the nakshatra, which is an even smaller portion of that sign. So essentially we're looking at a set of stars. And so this full moon is going to be occurring at the very beginning of Leo, the very beginning of the constellation called Magha. And so Magha it literally means grand or huge. And the symbol is going to be a throne. It's very much associated to lineage, to the paternal line, to family, to tradition. It, it of course, has a lot to do with fame and glory and leadership, power, control. This is really like the heart, you know, of the lion, so to speak. And what I find to be so interesting about this nakshatra is that it represents power and prominence and the throne royalty, but the nakshatra itself is ruled by Ketu. And this is what is so profound to me about this nakshatra because K2 is otherworldly. It's about detachment from the material realm. It's not about self-gratification. It's not about self-identity. It's not about clinging to worldly things. It's about otherworldly. Magha is such an inherently spiritual nakshatra. And, you know, I think in modern day society, we have this idea, maybe maybe longer than modern day, but there's been this idea constructed that leaders are rich, you know, leaders have self achievement, they're powerful, they have a nice car, they have a nice house, they have all these things. But Magha reminds us that true leadership is showing up ethically, virtuously, showing up to help other people, a true leader a good leader, someone who genuinely, um, again, will be seen as a great king, is someone who makes choices for their kingdom, who makes choices for their people. This is really what a good leader does. You know, when we think about leaders today, sometimes referred to as like public servants, but are they really, you know, serving the public? I feel like we've kind of lost touch of that. And so again, I feel like this full moon is a reminder to orient us towards leadership, leadership in our own life, and also leadership in the world around us, who we seek counsel by, who we seek leadership by. And so in our own personal life, I think it's an amazing opportunity to look at how we lead our life. Do we, I mean, we're the, we man our ship right? We're the ones who are in charge of our life. We choose how we respond to things. We choose what we, what we eat. We choose how we spend our time. We choose where we work. We choose, you know, who we associate with. Those are all of our choices. Are we making 
the choice that is truly best for us and leading us towards, you know, what our ultimate goal is. And that goal is going to look different for everybody. But for me, you know, I want to be balanced. I want to be humble. I want to be kind. I want to be compassionate. And depending on who I run with, who's in my circle, depending on how I choose to feel my body, you know, what stimulus I choose to feel myself with, it has an effect. And so if I want to obtain these qualities, I have to choose my environment carefully. I have to choose my friends carefully. I have to choose my teachers carefully. And so your goals are going to be different things. We all have different goals. No, no one's goals are better or worse. It doesn't matter, right? But depending on what you want your life to look like, what you want it to shape up as, are you leading yourself in that direction? And then again, looking at the leaders that we choose in our life and something that I was contemplating with this full moon, it's so fascinating is that we, I say we, I'm going to speak for myself because I don't know what you guys think, but I have it in my mind. I get tricked sometimes where I believe that people who have a lot of followers are powerful or people who have a lot of money are powerful or whatever. But what is so interesting is that we, the vast majority of people, are who give those people power. We give people power by buying their product. We give people power by following them. We buy people, we buy people power. I mean, I guess we do, right? If we're investing in their products or whatever. But we're giving people the power. And so if we chose to stop buying product or stop focusing or stop reading about folks or stop following, those people would lose their power, <laughs> you know? So really, the group is what's so powerful. And Magha Nakshatra really does remind us of that. Because if we're looking at a group of lions, the leader, lion, does what's best for the community. Because without the pride, they would be so vulnerable. They would have nothing. They wouldn't have anything to be proud of. They wouldn't have a group to keep them safe. They wouldn't have a group to help them hunt. We need that collective. We need that trust. We need that love. We need that loyalty. And how we show up for people is not always going to affect because, you know, <laughs> there are some people out there, right? But a lot of the time, it's going to affect how people treat us. And so, again, this is a really, a really important reminder that if we want generosity, we give generosity. If we want loyalty, we give loyalty. If we want love, we give love. If we want to give someone power who is you know, kind and generous and loving, you know, not so self-absorbed, then we give those people power, you know, in our life. Because when we give certain people power, they have influence over us. And this is not to say, again, that anyone is better or worse. It's just being discerning about who you're putting on a pedestal and who you are electing in your own life to be the beacon of what you want to become. Because, again, it's, it's important to look at these things. And I think that social media can be kind of tricky, you know. And, again, I'm, I'm under the assumption that everyone is kind, everyone is good. And we have a tendency on social media to alter all of our photos to change everything maybe we fabricate maybe we elaborate on what we have or where we are or whatever 
And then sometimes we see one of these images and we're like, I want to be like that. You know, we put that person on a pedestal. We, we elect them as a leader for us. But what they're putting out there may not even really be attainable, may not be something. It may put us on a hamster wheel where we're constantly running trying to attain this thing when maybe it's not that easy to get there, you know, without, of course, Photoshop and <laughs> lighting and, you know, money for a vacation or whatever. And so again, I want to be so clear, nothing is inherently wrong. It depends on how it feels to us and where it's orienting us and if that's the direction that we want to go. So again, recapping, Magha Nakshatra is all about authority and leadership and royalty, being mindful of how we're governing our own life, where we are leading ourselves, if we're taking action towards our ultimate goal. And then who are we putting on a throne in our life? Who are we voting into our own personal office, rather it be with our money, our investments, our likes, our admiration? And is that truly something that we want to have on the throne? Because that person is going to, or that those people, that thing, that concept, is going to have a profound impact on the choices that you make and where you sail your ship, so to speak. So it's a great time to reassess our own choices. It's a great time to reassess who we are looking at as a guide. And of course, as I was mentioning, this nakshatra is so, so beautiful and so much associated to our lineage. And so we call this parampara. Parampara is our lineage of teachers and paying homage to our lineage of teachers. And so this could be paying homage to your actual lineage. So maybe your mother or father or parent, their parent, their parent's parent, their parent's parent's parent. <laughs> Giving, you know, gratitude for the miracle that lined up just so, so that you were born into this world as who you are today. And, you know, even if our parents weren't the best, Maybe just giving gratitude to the universe or source or spirit or God, whatever, you know, you find holy. And just being grateful that things lined up just so, so that you could be who you are. And again, with Parampara, it really is teacher. So your teacher, your teacher's teacher, your teacher's teacher, teach, teacher's teacher's teacher. <laughs> and, you know, finding humility in that we would not know anything had someone not taught us. We are a combination of every teacher we've ever had. And so it is, it's important to remember that, that this information, this knowledge, with whatever it is, rather you're in computer science or you're in advertising or you're a doctor, all of that information that you know was a gift from a teacher and their teacher's teacher. Tons and tons and tons of research went into our worldly education with whatever it is. So it's a really, really beautiful opportunity to just take time, maybe journal or reflect. And this is also an excellent time to construct an altar. So if you have an altar at home, um, clearing it off, maybe offering some flowers or um, some food, whatever you find appropriate to offer. If you don't have an altar, maybe constructing one 
could be just a, a tiny little place where you can go with some crystals and maybe an image. So it's an excellent time to construct. And then again, it's a good time to let go. And if you find in your reflection that there are some habits that you have or some tendencies that you have that are not leading you towards the direction that you want to go, maybe it's a time that you let go of some of those things. It could be an actual habit, you know, like drinking or, you know, consuming something that you don't want to consume anymore or being a shopaholic, (laughs) you know. Whatever. There could be things that we do in our life on a day-to-day basis. It could also be a thought pattern. And that that is actually something to probably talk about because when it comes to leadership, when it comes to truly stepping into leadership in our own life, being an authority of our own life, it's not always so easy, especially if you were cut down early on or You had a caregiver who constantly made decisions for you or questioned your decisions or ignored your decisions or opinions. We can kind of, you know, lose that compass and we may really need other people to tell us what to do or need other people to tell us what to think. And so that, you know, that's a thing to unravel over time. It's not as easy as just letting it go. But maybe it's time to look at that. You know, if you do have a hard time making decisions, why is that? Why do you think that is? When did that start? If you have a hard time making choices, is there something that you can do that will help fortify just a little bit more trust within yourself? And you know that no matter what happens because of that choice, because sometimes we're afraid of making the wrong choice, so we just pass off the responsibility to someone else. (laughs) But with that being said, if that's you, fortifying this idea that even if you make a choice that isn't the best, you'll know exactly how to handle it because you are a fearless leader in your own life. That's what it's all about. The final thing I'll say about the full moon is that it's always about the people. It's about people in our community. It's about others. It's a wonderful time to take care of others, to offer generosity. Um, Review ethics, right? This full moon is going to be aspected by the sun and Jupiter and Neptune. So we may all feel a little bit more intuitive. There may be heightened clairvoyance. Um, With Jupiter and especially with all the planets in Sagittarius right now, it really is a powerful time to kind of contemplate ethics and virtue and what that means to us. Like we were saying, a really good leader is ethical and virtuous they're looking to be honest they're looking to show up they're looking to be impeccable with their word life really starts to change when we do these things we save ourselves a lot of drama (laughs) when we start acting in an ethical way in an honest way it's amazing how much drama will leave life most of you probably know that already So that's really what I have to say for the full moon on a personal level, just kind of briefly looking at the night sky. I will say that globally, this is all about leadership and it's all about grand gestures. So and power, right? Right now, Mercury is still sitting super close to Pluto and Pluto is all about explosiveness. It's about power. It's about control. Mercury is about our communication and our speech. It's also, of course, the nervous system. So we all may be feeling a little electric. (laughs) So be sure to ground, be sure to nourish your nervous system. But people in the media, people in 
the world as well as people in our personal lives may be a little bit more domineering with their voice. They may be a little bit more controlling with their voice. So we need to be mindful of other people. We need to be mindful of ourselves. With the full moon, because, you know, the sun and Jupiter and Neptune are together. And so we need to be very mindful of deception amongst leaders. So that's something that we want to watch out for. And it may be like a fake out. It may be people not being completely transparent with communication. Want to be mindful of that. And with Jupiter and the sun together, you know, the sun is leadership, it's authority. Jupiter is the truth, it's teaching. They're going to be leaders around the world wanting to stand up and share what they think is right. But because many leaders are going to be doing this, I couldn't imagine there not being clashes and there being arguments again especially with Venus and Mars together it's just all kind of reiterating one another so we need to be extra mindful of the choices leaders are making we need to be extra mindful of what we're hearing as well because what we're hearing today is going to be completely different than what we're hearing tomorrow and I think this is going to go on for a while and on the day of the full moon, someone may make a grand gesture. Someone may come forth with big news. And it could be an announcement. It could also have something to do with health or healing, perhaps. Um, with the sun and Jupiter in Aquarius, I do think that there are going to be newer methods of healing and things like that. I mean, we've been seeing that with Jupiter and Aquarius, of course, but the sun may amplify this as well. So be on the lookout, be on the lookout for grand gestures by leaders, rather they be world leaders or leaders in our own personal life, like bosses or CEOs or things like that. This is an auspicious full moon for standing out. So if you've been needing to make a presentation or announce anything or you have big news for someone, it's just a great opportunity to stand out and to get that moment of fame, if you will. If you are an Aquarius moon or rising, or if you're a Leo moon or rising, you're going to be feeling it the most. There may be something in regards to relationship that comes up for you. If you are not one of those signs and you want to know how this full moon will affect you, you can sign up for Patreon, patreon.com slash astrology now podcast. I do weekly horoscopes for all of the signs, including how the new and full moons are going to impact each of the 12 signs. So that's somewhere you can go. So that's all I have for the astrology. I'm going to take one more peek. If you want to hear more about February, you can go back and listen to the February forecast. Again, I go into greater detail in how the astrology is going to be affecting us throughout the month. And then, of course, next week we will touch base as well. So I hope that you found this helpful. I hope it gave you something to contemplate. I hope that you have a beautiful full moon full with... Parampara and lineage and learning and standing up for what you believe to be true and taking full ownership and responsibility for your life. Such an amazing reminder. If you'd like to schedule a reading, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga. You can follow me on Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. And again, my Patreon is patreon.com slash astrologynow. Again, my name is Christine. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.